episode 63. Courage Chat 8. Making your plan. Hey! Hello, I'm Lisa. Welcome to Truly Madly Smiley, the popular podcast for busy wild hearts who are curious, creative, and on a mission to find their own kind of happy. Have we met before? I'm sometimes called the Smiley Coach. But really, I'm more of a smile-spreading, storytelling, magic-making, daydreaming, lifelong learning, rain-loving, wise, sensitive wild heart. Got that? And I want nothing more than to see you smile. You won't find happiness out there. It lives inside of you. So it's time. It's your time. Pop in your earbuds, place your hand on your heart, take a deep breath in and smile. Are you ready? That's it. Let's begin. Hello, lovely wild hearts. We're getting into the home straight now. We have been on a bit of a marathon with our courage and our belief and facing our fears. And I want you all to know how proud I am of you. I'm so proud. There's grown-ups in the world that never do this stuff. They never face their fears. They spend their whole lives in their comfort zones. And this means you can live a full and happy life. You'll grow to be confident and comfortable in your own skin. It will be it will feel happy to be you without all that fear rattling around in your head. So today we're going to make a plan because having a plan helps increase our belief and our courage. You know the detective with the torch, we're shining a light in the darkness. And at the end of today's chat, you'll be one step closer to reaching your goal. This is how we do it. We can do hard things. Repeat after me. Yep, yep, yep. We can do hard things, Smiley. And how do we do it? Step by step, no rush, no pressure, no drama. The sky is not falling on our heads. How do we treat ourselves with absolute kindness, just like we would treat a friend? And how do we keep moving forward step by step across that river and we make it fun? So before we start, let's have a quick recap on all the things that we've learned so far. Maybe you want to pause the recording, pause the podcast and see how much you can remember just by looking at your drawings and your scribbles. What can you remember? What will you remember the most about our comfort zone series. So the first thing I think that really stands out in my mind is every time you push yourself out of your comfort zone and do something for the first time, you will feel uncomfortable. New things are hard. You will feel afraid. And that is all okay, except that that is really the truth because you can handle uncomfortable feelings and you can do hard things. If you can face all of your feelings, you can do anything, right? The second thing I remember is we need to get used to feeling those uncomfortable feelings and practice learning how to soothe them. 
Now, we've talked about some of the ways we can help ourselves with the fear, but you do know that I have a whole library, a whole feelings library, and I'll pop it in the show notes for you, smileyforlife.com forward slash replay. There is a whole library of feelings there. So any feelings that you struggle with, I struggled when I was a child with worry, fear, sadness and anger because often I will be told off when my feelings would arrive and they were inconvenient for the adults around me. And so I made this library and inside each class is a different feeling and it gives you really easy practical tools, more of what we've learned in here of how to deal with your feelings. If you can face any feeling, you can do anything. So you might like to have a look at those. The third thing I remember is what is the magic spell or the magic formula for doing hard things or for success? Do you remember that one? Courage plus belief minus fear equals success. Because at any time we can dissolve the fear, up the courage or up the belief in ourselves. I think if we have courage, if we're just willing to give everything a go, and I think the more comfortable you get with your feelings, the more courage you will have. You would be surprised if I told you how many people I meet who are scared of their feelings. Look at all the adults in the world who smoke, who drink, who shop a lot, who scroll on their phones. Kids, they're a bunch of adults who don't know how to deal with their feelings. That's how they soothe their feelings by doing those things. There there are more healthy ways that you can learn. And perhaps the adults that you hang out with would like to learn those too. I hope they do. It's a kind and loving thing, taking care of your feelings. It's a kind and loving thing. And perhaps if we wanted to be kind and loving to those adults, we can say that maybe their mums and their dads didn't teach them how to do it because they didn't know either. And so this goes back through all the generations. Look at your grandparents if you knew them or you know them. Did they know how to take care of their feelings? Do they know how to treat themselves right? And this is where we all have the chance to learn and we can we can change history. <laughs> we can all be courageous, brave and, and have the courage to face our fears and live a full, happy life. <gasps> what would the world look like if that was the case? My goodness. That would be a lovely world, wouldn't it? A fearless, loving, calm world. Very peaceful. If everybody took care of their own feelings, nobody was scared of them and everyone knew how to deal with them, how to deal with their mind drama. There'd be less drama in the world. (laughs) Oh, I would like that kind of world, I tell you. The other thing I remember, and I think this is also a big one, the only way to dissolve fear is to face it. The longer you stay in your comfort zone, the bigger the fear gets and the harder it is to face. You know how we say people are like ostriches and they bury their heads in the sand? It becomes this big thing in your head that's spiraling out of control and it makes you feel small and helpless. So even if you can only do one tiny thing every day to take yourself out of your comfort zone, you will be shrinking the fear. The fifth thing is your brain wants to point out all the negatives and all the things that might go wrong. And your job is to train your brain to focus on your goal, the other side of the river or the next stepping stone and how you will feel when you get there. Keep your eye on the prize. Yeah. All the tools you need to help you when you are stepping out of your comfort zone are where? Are they under your bed? Are they in the library? Are they in the cupboard under the stairs? 
No, that's right. (laughs) They're inside of you. And with a little bit of effort and practice, you can do anything you set your mind to. I truly, truly, truly madly smiley believe that. I've overcome some huge obstacles and challenges in my life. And I promise you, the more you face your fear, the smaller it gets. And the bigger you get, the more you grow in confidence. You get you get to see all that you're capable of being. You get to become all that you're meant to be. Amazing. Now, practice and taking action are the ways to change the energy of fear. They keep the energy moving. It doesn't stay stuck then. So make sure you keep moving forward step by step. And remember, if you can't take the next step, you're going to, what are you going to do? Break it down. You're going to break that step down into even smaller baby steps as long as you keep moving, you're making progress. We're not looking for perfection. We are allowed to get it wrong, but you must keep moving. Like little soldiers, I can see these wild heart warriors marching across the stepping stones with determination to get to the other side of the river. Dom, 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 dom. So you ready to hear my plan? Remember, you might have heard other things in the Courage Chats that really jump out at you and your plan can be different to mine because it's for you. It's not for me. It's not my plan. Don't give yourself too many things to remember, though, because your brain will go, oh, I'm confused. And then that will fire up all your mind drama and then you won't do anything. You see? So it's one step at a time. You make a simple plan with steps and you focus on achieving those steps one step at a time, one day at a time. Okay. Got it? Yeah. So this is my plan. Step one, prepare in advance as much time as you need Give yourself time, plan ahead so that you can make sure that you're ready. Now, we did say that you'll never be ready, but it's good if you can practice and get yourself prepared in the zone. Now, I have to say this to adults who are listening. Adults are often tempted to tell children things that they know that they don't like or they might be scared of at the last minute. I've seen adults disappear out of rooms and rush off without saying goodbye And I think this is because they think they're causing your sadness or your big upset feelings or they're not comfortable with that. But those feelings are already inside of us. So they need to come out. I mean, when people that we love leave, we sometimes get sad and miss them, right? I would expect people to respond like that. And those sad feelings, they belong to us. They don't hurt us. We just need to get used to hanging out with them and make sense of them. And we normally let go of sadness by crying, don't we? That's how we release our sadness. Our bodies are really clever like that. They know what we need to do to balance everything out again. Step two, are you ready? Do your research. Let your detective take charge. Make your plan. What do you need to take? What do you need to remember? Step number three, practice ahead of time. Do your recce. Practice your I ams. Look at your picture. Do role plays of what to say if if you're not sure what to say. Any way that you can practice and prepare yourself. Step four, increase your belief. How do you increase your belief? Looking at your picture, doing your I ams. Okay. And step number five, boost your courage. What's the worst thing that can happen? What will you do if it all goes wrong or not the way you'd planned? How do we boost our courage? We just have to be willing to try, I think, and be willing to feel all the feelings. So maybe we need some feelings practice. What's the worst feeling you can feel? 
I, I, a lot of people would probably say shame, embarrassment. Yeah, shame and embarrassment are probably the worst ones. Step number six, do relaxation and deep breathing one week before every single day. If you can do it for longer, I would do it for longer. So I have a whole pack on relaxation that you can buy online, but equally you can listen to any of the podcast episodes where I'm taking you on a venture inside your head and asking you to breathe. You know which ones they are. I know some of you listen to them every night before you go to bed. Step number seven, wake up early on the day that you have to do the thing. Give yourself time to get ready. You don't want to feel like you're rushing and expect to feel those strong feelings. Some of them might be excitement if you're well prepared, but you will feel fear and you know that. We've said that. Before you leave the house, you put on your protective power suit or your snail or your bubble. I look in the mirror before I leave the house and I tell myself, I look into my own eyes when I'm putting my makeup on or doing my hair, you can do it when you brush your teeth. And I say to myself, you're going to be okay, whatever happens. You're going to be okay. I believe in you and I trust you. You're going to be okay. And I make a promise to myself, I will do my best. I look at my picture one last time. I see myself on the other side of the river. I don't let the fear rush in and drag me back, drag me back into the water. Step number eight, I am prepared on the day for fear to come along for the ride because it will. And you've got to give it another job to do. Don't be afraid of it. It will get bigger if you're afraid of it. Let it bubble up. Notice how it feels in your body. So you can say, oh, yes, there you are, fear. My tummy gets butterflies and my chest might feel tight. and I might get a bit sweaty and red cheeks. I keep my calm space. What do I do? I put my hand on my heart. Take a deep breath in, put my roots in the ground, wiggle my toes, wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. I stay with myself. Call in my cheerleader. She encourages me. She says, come on, you're going to make it to the other side. I'm going to, I want to see you succeed. I want to see you happy. Step number nine, try and be in the moment and enjoy the experience. Be there for the experience, whatever it is. Okay. This is hard. It will stop you from future thinking. It will stop all those what ifs happening. I think what helps in that moment when you're trying to stay there and be present is using your senses. Five things. One thing you can see, one thing you can hear, one thing you can touch, one thing you can smell, one thing you can taste, or even just put the, your tongue on the roof of your mouth. Stay with yourself in that moment. Just be with yourself in that moment. Step number 10. This is the best step of all. When you're done, please notice how you feel and allow that feeling of being proud and happy and successful. Allow that feeling to come in and do something nice to celebrate your success. Have a restful weekend because, you know, uh, yeah, have a rest because stepping out of your comfort zone takes a lot of energy and you want to fill up your energy tanks again because then you might have to go back into it and do it again. I don't know what the thing is, but you might have to do it again. And action creates more action and it changes the energy. And I've got a little tip. If your energy gets a little bit stuck, <laughs> if your energy gets a little bit stuck and you and you just can't for whatever reason, like you feel like your feet are made of concrete and they're stuck in the ground and you feel like you can't go anywhere. Do you know what I do? I have a little dance. 
I've got a playlist on Spotify, if you Google it, and it's called a confidence playlist. And it has is full of songs with positive words, but also really uplifting music. If you just let your body do what it wants to do to the music, I know this sounds weird, but if your body wants to do shaky, 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 shimmy, 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 stamp, stamp, stamp. If your head wants to move around, just let your body do what it wants to do to the music. And actually you might work off the energy of fear. You might release it from your body. Another thing I like to do is I like to write all my fears down on a bit of paper and then rip them up into tiny pieces and throw them into the air like confetti and say, ha ha, you are not going to scare me. (laughs) Or some children I know like to imagine that fears are like little monsters sitting on their shoulder whispering into their ears. And what we do is we just turn around, look at them and flick them off our shoulder with our our fingers. Bye-bye. See you later. You know, just take back your power. But you know, this is all about practice and they are my steps. They are my steps. And it's all about making sure you feel safe, but expecting to feel scared and knowing that if you feel scared, you know what to do with your scares, which I think you do now, don't you? Don't you? Yeah. Because one thing we know for sure is that life is full of unknowns and things that will scare us. We are in control of our feelings and that we are in control of our thoughts and we can take charge. So now we have a plan. Now, in the next chat, I have a very special episode for you. I want you to meet my friend Holly Ann, who is going to talk to us about keeping our bodies safe. So I'll see you then. Take care. Bye-bye for now. If you like that episode, remember to tell all your friends. Spread the smiles for miles and miles. Don't keep the secrets to yourself. Bye.